Hey yo, what's up everybody? And welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. The podcast where we keep it real and we cut no corners. Straight, no chaser, baby. I am your host, Ahmad. But you can also call me Prophet J. And I've got an exciting journey ahead for you. We're breaking into the exploration of four powerful episodes, each focused on one of the key qualities that define the promised husband. So if you're looking for love in a relationship or just seeking inspiration to navigate the path of faith and love, this podcast is for you. In this episode, we're diving deep into the provider. We'll discuss why a provider is more than just financial stability, how they create a nurturing environment, and the scriptural guidance that supports this vital role. So if you ever wonder what it takes to find a love that's genuine and fulfilling, you're in the right place. It's time to get real about what you deserve. Are you ready? Let's begin our journey to uncover the promised husband, episode by episode, starting with the provider, queen. It's all about you. Let's get it. So here at the Let's Be Real podcast, the first thing that we do before we dive into any topic is we pray. Hallelujah, Jesus. We understand that prayer is the cornerstone of our success. We understand that prayer gives clarity. We understand that prayer brings peace, that it brings understanding. We understand that prayer knits us to the heart of the Father, to his will, and to his way. So we are going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to jump straight into this topic today. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, I thank you for allowing me, oh God, to, oh God, introduce this podcast to your people. I thank you for every listener in the name of Jesus. Oh God, Father, I pray that you will open up our ears, oh God, hallelujah, and open up the eyes of our heart in the name of Jesus, oh God, to receive every word that is spoken in the name of Jesus, oh God, to receive in the name of Jesus, the understanding, oh God, that you are downloading the revelation and even the mysteries, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, we declare and decree that this podcast in the name Name of Jesus is a catalyst for change in the name of Jesus that it will shift the trajectory of every man and every woman under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus oh God that their lives will never be the same that they will walk away with a newfound understanding oh God of what it means to have boundaries what it means to have standards and what it means and how important it is to be married and partner with the right person in the name of Jesus oh God because we are building legacy we are building generational wealth, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, and we have no time to play around. So Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. I thank you for what you are doing in each and every one of our lives. And Father, we just say thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's get to it. All right, y'all. We here. Let's get straight into it. Our first P is the provider, the provider. Now, I know when we think about that word, you know, we hear everybody talk about it. You know, we got podcasts here and there, men and women popping up podcasts everywhere, you know, and they talk about, you know, a man being a provider. We know the traditional um, way of relationships and marriage of a man being a provider. And when they say that word, it's a man that 
financially is taking care of the household, right? But I want to give another perspective. I want to expand the territory of your mind. I want to enlarge the territory of your mind. I want to renew your mindset as it pertains to a provider. Yes, a provider is definitely someone who has a source of financial stability. That's absolutely true. But at the same time, this is also a man. That they are the heart of emotional and spiritual support within the relationship. So not only should a man be able to uh, provide you with some source of financial stability, but he should be able to have such a heart, his heart being such sync with God that he can provide you with emotional and spiritual support when needed. Right? It's bigger than just putting food on the table. It's bigger than just paying the light bill. It's bigger than him just paying that car note. It's bigger than him than just paying that mortgage. Yes, absolutely, woman of God. We want the man of God to do that for you. But at the same time, you need a man that's going to set the tone for your house. You need a man that's going to set the atmosphere in order for you to be able to flourish, in order for you to be able to be cultivated and to the woman that God has called you to be. So come on, expand your mindset today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, God, send me a man that's, uh, that's financially stable or on his way there. But God, at the same time, let that man be in such a place with you that he can uphold me spiritually, that he can uphold me emotionally, that he can get me all the way together when I'm too aggressive, that he can get me all the way together when I get out of line, when I start to get into depression and I start to get into fear fear and I start to doubt things because of the circumstances. Lord, send me a man. Send me a provider. Come on here. Send me a provider. Come on, when you, women of God, when you go into prayer from now on, it's more than just money. A lot of, I'm telling you, a lot of you go into prayer, Lord, I want a man with money. Lord, send me a millionaire. Lord, send me a billionaire. Lord, send me, I want him to have a, a large real estate portfolio. I want him to have 10 cars. I want him to have this, Lord, and I want to live this soft girl life. And absolutely, sis, I want that for you. But at the same time, what good is it for you to get a man with all of that but be miserable? What good is it for you to get a man that got 10 cars? cars, but you miserable when you go to sleep at night. Come on here because he can't support you spiritually. He can't uphold you. You sit in your bed crying. Your, your pillow is soaked with tears. Why? Because you're praying to God to get you out of something, to get you out of the situation. But I hit, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to go through this. You don't have to settle Come on, God has a promised husband for you. A man that's going to provide for you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, socially, and financially. See, I want you to understand something. God does not cultivate half of a man. 
When God cultivates a man, he makes a man whole. So that means that every area of that man's life is secure. His finances are secure. His emotions are in check. His mindset is in check. His intellect is sharp. His judgment is sharp. So come on here. That's the type of man that you want, sis. A provider. Come on, and let's go to the word. Let's go to the word of God. Ruth and Boaz. Ruth and Boaz. Ruth was in the field. Some of you may know the story, some of you may not. Then we go to the book of Ruth too. Ruth was in the field. She was gleaning, she was working. She was working her behind off in the field. And as she was working, Boaz was the owner of the field. Ruth had no idea that she was in the field of Boaz. She was in the field of the one that she would end up with. My God, today you don't hear me. She was in the field of the one that she would end up with. What am I saying to you? Many of you, you've been praying to God. Lord, send my husband. Lord, prepare me for marriage. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. And many of you don't even realize that you are literally in the place that you asked God to put you in. You're like, God, how much longer? But you don't understand that God has been preparing you. You are literally in the field right now. And literally, many of you women don't understand that God has literally been preparing you and he has been giving you instructions and that many of you have been doing things that you have never done before, not even realizing that it's in preparation for your husband. Some of you have been cleaning up your house. God told you to clean out your closet. God told you to clean up your car. Hallelujah. And you don't even realize that the reason God is telling you to clean up because that man is around the corner. When Boaz saw Ruth, he asked her. He said, who, who does that woman belong to? Who is that? Who, 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 who is that? And they told her who, they told him who she was, a Moabite woman who acts to glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. And you want to know what Boaz said? He said, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field and don't go away from here. Stay here with the woman who worked for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. And whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. And she's bowed down with her face. She asked them, why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me a foreigner? Boaz replied, I've been told all about you. I've been told all about you. And he told her, the scriptures, he told her what he heard about her. Can I, tell, can, I, can, I, can I tell you something? That 
the everything that God has you doing right now in this season of gleaning, in this season of you being in the field, everything that God has you doing is literally going to cause for your husband, the provider that you've been praying for, to recognize you. You like, God, I don't understand why I'm cooking so much. I don't understand why you got me cleaning up so much. I don't understand why I'm doing this and why I'm doing that. Why do I have to uh, keep my car clean? And I, why I have to go to the car wash two times a week? Why I have to do this? Why I have to do that? But what y'all don't understand is that a lot of the men that you are praying for, that these are high profile men. And God is literally causing for you to come up. He's causing for you to get your looks together. He's causing for you to get your spirit together. Come on. Because some truth be told come on this is for men and women a lot of us come on there's still some stuff on the inside of us that needs to get dealt with some of us are still nasty come on here some of you still cuss everybody out come on here they step on your toe you cussing them out come on here they say what they say one slick thing you cussing them flat out come on here you ready to fight you ready to go to war and there are some things that god is trying to get out of you in preparation for your your husband to be able to recognize you. I ask you the question, do you want the man of God? Hallelujah, Jesus. Who, my God, yes, Lord. Do you want the man of God to say, I don't want nothing to do with her? It could very much be the one that God has called for you to be with. But because you are not fully heeding to the gleaning process, because you are not fully heeding to working in this field, and you keep complaining and murmuring to God, I don't understand why you got me doing all of this, that what if God made that man show up, and because of your complaining, you're not ready. And so he sees you, and he's like, uh-uh, that ain't it. That ain't it. Vice versa too. Men of God, what if God calls for that woman to show up? But because of your complaining, because you weren't, you weren't heeding to that process, she said, uh-uh, I don't want nothing to do with him. That can't possibly be the one. No, Boaz recognized Ruth. He said, who does she belong to? Who is that one? That's a hardworking woman. That's the, that woman's attract that, that woman's attracted to me. It's something about her. I can't put my finger on it, but it's something about that one right there. Let me tell you something. Women of God, men are visionaries. A man who is in God can tell the difference between a woman who has been processed and a woman, come on here, who is lazy and don't want and don't want to do nothing. A woman that has drive is attractive to a true man of God. Come on, some of you, 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 you like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna sit down. I'm just gonna sit, I'm sitting home on my couch and, and I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait on God to, to you know, to uh, send my husband. No, ma'am, get up off your butt, stop being lazy, and do what God telling you to do. Clean up that house, clean up that car, learn how to cook. Whatever God is telling you, not every woman. I'm not saying this is this is going to be the same across the board. But what I'm saying is, do what God is telling you to do, and let God prepare you. So that you can be presented and that when God showcases you, that that man of God says, oh, that's the one. That's the one right there. Who is that woman? 
I want this for y'all. I want this for y'all. I want this for y'all women and y'all men. I want it to be so amazing and so supernatural that when when you see that woman, when you see that man at first glance, you say, boom, there it is. Whoop, there it is. You know the song, boom, that's the one. That's the one. That you don't have no doubt in your mind. Why? You've both been processed. You've both been processed. You've both been processed. So, let's let's summarize this up. Women of God, your promised husband is a provider, but it's not just about financial support. That man must be able to create a safe and nurturing space where the relationship, the marriage can flourish in accordance with God's will, God's way, God's precepts, God's wisdom, his knowledge and understanding. Listen, let me tell you something. Your standards, as guided by your faith, it's a reflection of your self-worth. Let me say that again. Your standards, as guided by your faith, it's a reflection of your self-worth. You have no room to settle. You have no room to play any game. It's imperative that just like Ruth, you 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 do the work in that field. I'm talking about you go to work. You you obeying God. You listening to God. You like okay, God, what's next? What I got to do? Boom, boom, boom. It's between it's you and God. Ruth wasn't focused on. Ruth didn't know she was in the field. Ruth didn't even know Boaz was there until Boaz said, "Who that woman is?" Listen, it was all about the work. This is what I want y'all to understand. Work in the field. It's between you and God. Work in the field. Do what God telling you to do. And trust and believe that at the appointed time, that everything that God had that, that God had you doing, that it's all gonna come around full circle. And that man gonna pop up out of the blue and say, Who are you? I've been waiting on you. I've been looking for you. And God has presented you. He has placed you in my field. He has placed you in my field. So women of God, queens, my sisters, whom I love dearly. It's my prayer that your mindset has shifted. That your mindset has expanded. And then now you understand the true meaning of what a provider is. That's my prayer for you. That is my prayer for you. All right, that wraps up our discussion on the provider in this episode. We've explored the profound meaning of being a provider. 
as guided by the wisdom of scripture. Remember, it's not just about material wealth, but creating a safe and nurturing space where your relationship can flourish. Your standards rooted in faith, once again, are a reflection of your self-worth, and you should never settle for anything less. Join us next time as we continue our journey to uncover the promised husband. In our next episode, where we'll delve into the protector, we'll explore how a true protector safeguards the promise of love. Stay tuned for more enlightening conversations. Thank you for being a part of the Let's Be Real podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends and loved ones. Until next time, take care and remember, your standards matter and you deserve the best.